Good morning and welcome to Victory Church, our worship service number 136, May the 5th, 2019, ready to worship the good Lord. And I invite you to stand up and to our viewers and listeners, we say thank you for watching and listening and we are going to start our service this morning. Father, we love you, Lord. We love you so much. We are alive and we thank you, Lord, for the wonderful gift of life that you give us. In the name of Jesus, receive the songs that we bring to you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Amen. Sometimes I think what would people say of me when I'm only just a memory, when I'm home where my soul belongs. Was I loved? Jesus to the least of those Was my worship more than just a song
brokenhearted, let rescue begin. Come find your mercy, oh sinner, come kneel. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal. So lay down your burdens, lay down your shame. All who are broken, lift up your There's hope for the hopeless and all those who strain. Come sit at the table, come taste the grace. There's rest for the weary, rest that endures. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't cure. joy for the morning oh sinner be still earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal so sweet Lord yes it's true Father we come as we are we are here Father some of us are hurting in our emotions in our bodies in our finances in our relationships some of us are hurting Lord for, for things that other people have done to us some of us, some of us are hurting for things that some people have said 
to us or about us. And some of us are hurting for things that we have done to ourselves. And that is why we need your help. We need your mercy, Lord. And we bow down before you, Lord, and we acknowledge that without you, Lord, we are nothing. But with you, Lord, with you, things are different. In your presence, Lord, there is plenty of joy. In your presence, there is plenty of forgiveness. In your presence, there is plenty of love, mercy, compassion. And out of that mercy and compassion, Lord, we just forgive from the bottom of our hearts to everyone else. We forgive to ourselves. We forget the past. And we move to the future, trusting in you, Lord, that today you are giving us a new opportunity, Lord, to do things in a different way. Focusing on you, Lord, and just putting our eyes on you because you are the only one that deserves our adoration, Lord. No other human being, no person, nothing, no organization, nothing else but you, Lord. You, the king of the universe, the king of heaven, the love of our lives. You, Lord, our king, our master, our savior, our Jesus, our God. We worship you and we receive from you, Lord, the strength that we need. We receive the healing that we need and we receive the restoration that we need. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful encounter that you have with us today. We receive more of your Holy Spirit in this moment that is coming down in this place and through the air, Lord, touching everyone and everything around us, Lord. You fill the environment with your holy presence. You are holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And we thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord, for the peace you bring into our hearts, the reconciliation you bring, Lord, between you and us and between us and the rest of the people around us. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful, wonderful experience of being in your presence. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All the people that are watching and enjoying the services that we can broadcast participate in the gift of giving and receiving so if you want to do it my friend go to the website bchurch.us or simply you can just text to 432-268-0007 thank you for the time that you are investing watching this video from victory church we hope that you will enjoy it but this is a beautiful day to be in the house of the Lord. And we say hello to our viewers. Thank you for watching on Vimeo, YouTube, Twitter, Periscope. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And of course, our viewers on Facebook, thank you so much for doing that. This is our worship service number 136, May the 5th, 2019. The topic of today's message is free. Are you free? Somebody said to me this week, of course, we live in America. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about the political freedom. But in the meantime, I want to invite everyone here in the church to grab one of the bulletins that are good stuff. There is good stuff there for, for you to take some notes. And also our viewers, go to the website, thechurch.us. Look for the tab 
bulletins and then click on the date May 5th, 2019 and download the bulletin and feel free to print it or make your digital notes. Digital notes is uh, Ronnie's favorite thing to do. I have seen that iPad and it's beautiful how, how well organized he has the, the bulletins per day, per, per date. It's really nice, it's a good job that he's doing. Free, free in the name of Jesus. Somebody said to me, well, you know what? We live in America. I don't know what are you talking about. We already experienced independence. And yeah, I know there is an independence and uh, we live in a beautiful country. We can go wherever we want, work in whatever area we want. Yes, there is some sort of freedom. Some people are thinking, well, even these shackles, they are too old. That doesn't apply to, to our lives today. <laughs> On the other hand, some people think, well, but you know what? It's true. Some people lose their freedom. They are not free because they end in jail or prison. But that happens to those without education, coming from poor families, they say, because they are part of this group, this community. And they don't think that people with good education, people coming from good families, people with understanding that belong to special societies and groups, they can also end in jail, in prison. But we know it is a fact. You know, this video that you are watching right now on the screen shows you a classic scene of a parent that is upset for something. And there is a kid. Sometimes we are the kid. Just listening to an adult. Reprimanding us. And perhaps you can think of things that happened to you when, when you were a kid. Right? And perhaps you remember that moment when that adult wrote the sentence to you. Some people have sentences registered in the white page of their lives that was initially white. Sentences that came from some adults saying, you are this, you are that, you are not this, you are not that. You know, basically, the sentence written in the hearts of many individuals today, and I'm including believers, the sentence is, you are not good enough. And you know, people think, and what that has to do with my freedom? It has to do entirely with your freedom. Because when you are thinking, I'm not good enough, because somebody said that to me in the past, that is a mark, it's a sentence that affects you psychologically to perform and become the person that you should be. Because you are thinking, I'm not good enough. And it's a wrong sense of competition. You know, competition is positive, friends. Competition is a good thing to do if you do it with yourself. If you do it in a reasonable way, you compete with yourself. You don't compete with other people. You know what happens when people are competing with others? It's wrong. Jealousy, and eventually they get mad. But when you are competing with yourself, you say, you know, I used to do this, whatever is what the good thing you were doing, you say, what if I try to increase it in a 10%? What if I do this better? And you measure those things against your past. You compare yourself and you say, I'm doing better. That's a healthy competition. 
correct? But the truth of the matter is you see tons of people everywhere with this syndrome. What is the syndrome? I'm not good enough. And they have a wrong idea that they need to prove themselves trying to be somebody. Try to prove to themselves that they are good enough. Today, I'm going to give you great examples and particularly the key, the secret of life to set you free. Not just for one thing, for everything. You can be totally free and I hope you will understand what I'm talking about. This other scene that you see in the screen right now is what people in prisons can see. What is that? It is the fence of a prison. And what is what they see? They see the trees. They know there is a world out there, but they are within the prison. Many people are like this today. Many people are enslaved of their own problems, of their own ideas, of their own mentality, of the, I'm not good enough. And because of that, they are in that prison, is that in that jail, and they just see the trees, meaning they see other people that are laughing. They see other people that are happy. They see other people that are smiling. They see other people that are prosperous. See, they see other people that are healthier. They see other people that are doing better in their lives. Good families. They are performing well in all areas of their lives. That is the tree here. But they are in this prison. And today we need to find out what could be that shackle. What could be that thing that is avoiding or preventing that you can experience total freedom? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I want you to see this. The good Lord Jesus Christ, he stated it himself by declaring in Luke chapter 4 these powerful words. He said, the spirit of the Lord is on me and he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, to tell the prisoners that they are free to recover the blind sight, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That was the most powerful statement the Lord Jesus said. Why is that? Because the whole purpose of his life was precisely that. To set us free. To give us freedom. So we can become the individuals that he wants us to be. Do you know that the Lord wants you to be free? My friend, if you are a slave today to anything, I want you to know the Lord wants you to be free of that. Just continue watching and listening because here is where you will see how you can be absolutely free. But before we get to that, let me ask you this question. What kind of things are some people in chains for? What is the first thing that we know people are in chains for? Addictions. Addictions to what? to alcohol, drugs, any kind of substances. And they are consuming those things. And they think, well, I'm in America. I'm free. No, you are not free. <laughs> if you are using alcohol or drugs or any substance and you continuously use it, you are not free, my friend. Sorry to bring it it's so clear to you. You are a slave. And you have to be free. The second example it's those who have out of control sexual behavior. They are not free. 
And what is that? Well, people that are watching stuff online, they are subscribed to channels and just watching horrible things out of control. They buy magazines, they buy toys, they go places to watch stuff. They participate in, in things that are not even mentionable here. I cannot say those things, but you have an idea what I am talking about. Individuals that exchange their spouses and couples, individuals that practice such a horrible things because their life is out of control of sexual behavior. Next thing, the oppression of somebody in your life. Perhaps could be, let's talk about those possibilities, okay? Let's just start with your home. Perhaps there is a father or a mother or grandfather or grandmother that is an individual with a strong personality. We all lived something like that at some point in our lives. That is good. It's necessary for us to have somebody with a strong personality to lead us, to be authority for us when we are kids. But there is a point where the person has to let the kid grow. There are people that don't like that. Some adults, they want to keep everybody under control in their home. And they oppress you. How many times I have heard this discussion between couples. She said to me, Pastor, my husband cannot do anything if he doesn't get the approval of his mother. Husband's telling me, my wife is not going to do anything until he calls his, her dad. That's oppression. Another example is with the supervisor. Your supervisor is your authority where you work. Of course, you need to follow instructions. That's totally understandable. But there are some people that are under oppression of that authority that they just can't process to do anything without consulting every single step in what you are doing. That's not right. And some supervisors owners of companies, some leaders are like that. They just want to impose everything all the time in their individuals cooperating with them. That's not right. What about the oppression in the home, husband and wife? You know that? There are many couples that are like that. He is too demanding or she is too demanding and it's just a fight. Do what I say. Do what I say. And everything. And the person doesn't have the freedom to pick an outfit. <laughs> to pick a meal in the restaurant. Anything. That's oppression. You have to be free of that oppression. But I want to, to talk something about it that is important. And that has to do with young people. And people living in the house of their parents. If you, as a kid or a young person, you live in the house of your parents, listen. It's not called oppression, okay? Wake up. It's not oppression. That is, your parents are paying for your life. So you, A, stay and do what they say, or B, bad, bad, baby. Those are two different things. Don't get confused with, my parents are oppressing me. No, no, no. You are just, a, you just want to take advantage of the generosity of your parents. Come on, you are 47. <laughs> Give me a break. No. The other thing that is not oppression is in your workplace. Okay, pay attention, my friend. You work for somebody, this person gives you a schedule, responsibilities, and you agree with the pay. What is what you need to do? Do your job. My supervisor is a dictator. No. 
His job is to tell you what to do. You are lazy, that's different. You don't want to do your responsibilities, that's different. Don't tell that you are being oppressed by your supervisor when you are not responsible. Those are two different things. Okay, with that being said, let's go to the next thing. What is it? The next possible environment where people can be not free is when they are involved in a toxic relationship. There is someone that they want to be with, but that, this person is crazy. If you are involved in a relationship, a relationship and that is a toxic relationship, you will not experience freedom. You will not be free. You will not smile. You will not enjoy your day. You will not be happy because the other person is crazy. It's a toxic relationship. You need to be free of that. I cannot live without her. She is the love of my life, Bologna. No, she is not the love of your life. You just are deceived. And you need to be free of that deceitfulness. Okay? Don't tell me, woman, that that man is the only man that you can find in your life. That's not true. That's not true. You can find another man. You just need to understand. Toxic relationships are not going to be good for you ever. Even if the person is that handsome or that pretty or that wealthy or whatever. No. No, 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 no. And, of course, some other people are slave to lust. Of what? Well, to everything. It could be food. It could be drinking. It could be... Sex, it could be anything. Anything that is out of control. Some people are a slave to that. And they said, well, I'm free. I worship God. Yeah, you worship God. But what is what you are really wanting? Where is your heart? Watch it. And finally, some people are slaves to themselves. What is the meaning of that? The meaning of that is the only thing that they can think of is themselves. I just, do, I just want to do what I want to do. I just want to go where I want to go. I'll do what I want. I eat what I want. I cooperate and help when I want, where I want it, how I want it. It's my life. Leave me alone. Some people are thinking that way. If you are the kind of individual that you just care for yourself and nobody else, and you think you are free, my friend, you are wrong. You are a slave to yourself. And you have to stop that. I want to share with you some scriptures, friends, that tells us how the good Lord Jesus Christ is the one who sets us free. Let's go back in time to the prophet Isaiah. The chapter is the chapter 53. Do you know what is the title of this chapter? The Suffering Messiah. Some people are thinking, suffering, Messiah. Well, what suffering has to do with freedom? Oh, it has to do a lot. Messiah, what is the meaning of the word Messiah? The anointed one. The one chose by God to do something for the humankind. The anointed one. This chapter is called the suffering Messiah. Let's start reading. Verse number two. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. 
Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. Nothing. Verse 3. People made fun of him. And even his friends left him. He was a man who suffered a lot, of, a lot of pain and sickness. We treated him like someone of no importance. Like someone people will not even look at. But turn away from in disgust. Verse 4. The fact is, it was our suffering he took on himself. He bore our pain. But we thought that God was punishing him. That God was beating him for something he did. Five. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. We are free in him. Is what he said in Luke chapter 4. The spirit of the Lord is on me. I came here to set everyone free. Sometimes words are not able to explain everything. The following images that you will see in the next four minutes are brutal images, part of the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. These are so brutal that some people I know shouldn't watch this. But I want you to present it. I want to present this to you because this is the price for your freedom. You don't want to watch it? Friend, you are watching this video. You don't want to watch it. Don't watch it. Okay? You just close your eyes. Listen to the song. At the end of the song, you open your eyes. So your feelings are not being hurt. But this is the reality of what the Lord Jesus did. Some people don't want to even see this kind of things. It's too dramatic. Oh, but they don't have a problem watching movies that they kill thousands of people. This is the way that he made you free. Watch it.
That is why we are free. That is why we have salvation. That is why we are together here. That is why we do what we do and we put our lives into this because of the price he paid. He gave his life for us. And all that because he wanted us to be free, free of sin. Do you know that he put out the last drop of blood when the soldier put the spear on his abdomen? There was no more blood. It was water. That is suffering. That is suffering. He suffered for you. He paid that price to set you free. Don't tell me you cannot be free of something. Don't tell me you cannot be free. He paid the price. Please don't tell me that thing is too hard for you. Don't tell me it is too much for you to get rid of that thing and say, I'm going to live for you, Lord. Don't tell me that. He paid the price for your freedom. He did it. He deserves for us to serve him and give our lives to him and dedicate our lives in sanctity to him. That's why he said in Luke 4, 18 and 19, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, and he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, to tell the prisoners that they are free, to recover the blind sight, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. His favor is here. His favor is with us. His favor is with you. You are favored one. He wants you to experience freedom, to be free. He did it. He deserves it. To be adored and worship. Now you are thinking, okay, what about this? What about those things that happened to me? What I am tired of listening to myself. I'm not good enough. I'm tired of listening to myself about the bad things that I have done, the bad things that I do. I'm tired of that, friends. Don't get confused. All that you have to do is just to think of the price he paid. If he forgave you, you can forgive. If God forgave you, you can forgive. Don't tell me you can't forgive. Oh, it was too hard what happened to me in my childhood. It was too hard. You don't know how frustrated I am with this ex-spouse because that person took everything out of me. I cannot tell you how frustrated I am with that company because I put all my hope in them and they betray me and they kick me out with empty hands. I can't forgive them. You have no idea what my parents did to me, my grandparents. You have no idea the abuse that I lived when I was a, a child. You don't know what wrong things those pastors have done to me. You don't know what kind of things have happened in my family. Don't talk to me about forgiveness. You don't know. No, I don't know, but I know the price that Lord Jesus paid. Amen. I know the price he paid. I know the sufferings he went through. I know he did it because he loves you. He loves you to set you free. And the first thing you have to do in order to be free is to forgive. Amen. You have to forgive. Let it go. What is the big deal? What is the big problem that you have? Somebody took a car from you? Because they fired you? What is the big deal? Let it go. You have been forgiven by God. Look the price he paid. Have you? Please 
Don't tell me you have done wonderful things in your life compared to the Lord Jesus Christ. What have you done that you can compare to that suffering? Tell me. If you have a little bit of decency, tell me. Is there any comparison of the great things you have done compared to what he has done? No, my friends. There is no way we can compare his price, his sufferings with our troubles. But the selfishness and this, this crazy desire that get things our way all the time is killing us. And we need to just to forget about it and say, Lord God, you forgave me. Lord, I'm going to forgive. I'm going to forgive and be like you. Because that is what he wants. And then is when you can be free. Forgiveness is going to bring you freedom. The first step in being free is to forgive. And then, once you are able to forgive, you will be able to worship him. Worshiping him? You mean going to church? <laughs> well, that's one thing. But worshiping God means that you are going to believe in him. Once, my friend, you understand, you realize how big price he paid for you. And then you forgive because you know he forgave you, you will be able to believe. Some people are deceived today. Maybe you watching, you are deceived. And the, the lie that you are believing is that the Bible is not God's word, that Jesus is not the son of God, that there is no Holy Spirit, that there is no God. You are deceived. Be free in the name of Jesus. Be free to worship him. To believe in him. To believe in his word. And apply that word. What is the point of us reading and reading and reciting and reading and reading. We don't do what the scripture says. What is the point? We need to do what the scripture says. Believe in God. That is worshiping him. You believe in him. You go to sleep and you say your prayers. Thank you God. You wake up and you say your prayers. Dear Lord, thank you for another day of life. Thank you, Father, that I can get up. Even if your leg doesn't want to cooperate with you. Even if you have a big problem in your muscles or in your whatever. And you just barely can make it to the bathroom. But you say, thank you, God. I believe in you. You're going to help me. I don't know how I'm going to pay these bills, but I'm going to believe in you, Lord. I don't know how I can get these things done, but I'm going to believe in you. I don't feel like going to church, but I'm going to believe in you. I don't feel like serving you, Lord, but I'm going to believe in you. Worship him. Free. Free. You are free to worship God. You are free to believe in God. You are free to serve him. You are free. Second thing. Next thing. You will be free to sing to him. You sing to people. You sing happy birthday songs. You sing all kind of romantic songs. You sing. You sing. Don't tell me you don't sing because you sing. So you can sing to God. You sing. You have music all day long in your house, in your workplace, in your car. Sing to God. Amen. Sing to God. And what is what you're going to sing? 
going to sing praises. Do you have an idea the impact that in your life when you are speaking positively, when you are saying good things, instead of complaining and complaining and complaining because this happened, because this happened, because da 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 My goodness gracious, when are we going to stop that? When we understand what to be free is. Free to believe in him. Free to forgive everyone. Free to serve him. And free to sing. Here I am, Lord, enjoying this day. Here I am, Lord, willing to worship you and to sing to you, Father, because you are wonderful. And you are free to dance. I don't dance, Gian. Yes, you do. No, I never, you do, don't tell me you don't dance, you dance. You hear a little music here that is contagious and then you start. <laughs> don't tell me you don't do that, you do that. You do that. Maybe your dancing is a little awkward, but that's fine. But it's your dancing, so, who, so what? Who says what is the best dancing in the world? Who says this dance is better than this dance? You dance, but when you dance, dance to the Lord. Do it for him. And of course, you are free to live for him. Forget about living for others. Forget about living to please X person or Y person. I didn't say white. <laughs> Forget about trying to please people. Live for him. And of course, forget about living for yourself. You are free. free. Did you understand what I said? You have to be free of living for yourself. Forget about what you want. It's not what you want. It's what he wants. That is what really matters. What is what he wants? Lord, what do you want from me today? What do you want me to do today, Lord? And that is the key to live for him. It's not what I want. It's what he wants. And then you will be free to enjoy life. Then you will be smiling. Then you will be laughing. Then you will be singing. And then you will be dancing. And then you will have a good day. It doesn't matter if you have the money or not. It doesn't matter if you are or not healthy. It doesn't matter or not if you have the perfect, perfect spouse. It doesn't matter or not if you have the perfect house, the perfect job, the perfect this or the perfect that. You will enjoy your day free, free. Lift up your hands and say with me, I am free. I am free. You have to be free to enjoy everything. Jesus has set me free. Say with me. Jesus has set me free. Now, I want you to stand up and sing with me.
We love you, Father. In the name of Jesus. That is the freedom that he has for us. But it's possible somebody wants to experience that direct freedom. Let's pray together. Dear God, you are good, Lord. You are merciful. I know you have wonderful plans for me. I am sorry that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will give me a new opportunity to restart my life. I need to learn how to be free every day thanks to your mercy. Thank you for your kindness and for your forgiveness. I surrender to you, Lord. I love you, God. Receive that forgiveness in the name of Jesus. The price was paid. You are free. In Jesus' name, we all, as we do it every Sunday, declare, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. My life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2019, because I am free. Friends, thank you for coming to church today. You are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The peace of God with you. Enjoy your family this week. Invested with Victory Church in Odessa, Texas.